Have you ever just wanted to quit? Especially you entrepreneurs out there, have you ever just wanted to throw in the towel and walk away from your business? That's what we're talking about today. You're listening to The Empowered Life with master coach and trainer of NLP, Terry Holland. Breakthrough to the life you deserve. So if you're an entrepreneur or if you're someone who's ever tried to achieve anything in life, then you've probably wanted to quit at some point. And there's this myth, this common belief that people who are high achievers, high performers, that they never want to quit, that they're just successful because it comes easy to them and naturally to them. And the truth is that they probably want to quit just as often as you want to quit. The only difference is that they don't. So what stops them from quitting? How, how is it easy for some people to persevere through challenges and keep going even when things get tough? And why is it that some people just want to quit and that they do quit? Or is it that it's not easy for anybody to keep going and somehow they find that strength in them? I don't know. What makes that difference? Now, you might have heard this story before. This is from Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, Three Feet from Gold. And what Napoleon Hill said is that one of the most common causes of failure is the habit of quitting when one is overtaken by temporary defeat. Every person is guilty of this mistake at one time or another. An uncle of R.U. Darby was caught by gold fever in the gold rush days, and he went west to dig and grow rich. He had never heard that more gold has been mined from the brains of men than has been taken from the earth. He staked a claim and he went to work with a pick and a shovel. The going was hard, but his lust for gold was definite. After weeks of labor, he was rewarded by the discovery of the shining ore. He needed machinery to bring the ore to the surface. Quietly, he covered up the mine, retraced his footsteps to his home in Williamsburg, Maryland. He told his relatives and a few neighbors of the strike. They got together money for the needed machinery and had it shipped. The uncle and Darby went back to work the mine. The first car of ore was mined and was shipped to a smelter. The returns proved that they had one of the richest mines in Colorado. A few more cars that ore would clear the debts. And then would come the big killing in profits. Down went the drills, up went the hopes of Darby and uncle. Then something happened. The vein of gold ore disappeared. They had come to the end of the rainbow, and the pot of gold was no longer there. They drilled on, desperately trying to pick up that vein again, all to no avail. Finally, they decided to quit. They sold the machinery to a junk man for a few hundred dollars and took the train back home, Now, some junk men are dumb, but not this one. He called in a mining engineer to look at the mine and do a little calculating. The engineer advised that the project had failed because the owners were not familiar with fault lines. His calculations showed that the vein would be found just three feet from where the Darbys had stopped drilling. And that is exactly where it was found. See, the junk men took millions of dollars in ore from the mine because he knew enough to seek expert counsel before giving up. Most of the money, which went into the machinery, was procured through the efforts of R.U. Darby, who was then a very young man. 
The money came from his relatives and neighbors because of their faith in him. He paid back every dollar of it, although he was years in doing so. Long after, Mr. Darby recouped his loss many times over when he made the discovery that desire can be transmuted into gold. The discovery came after he went to business of selling life insurance. Remembering that he had lost a huge fortune because he stopped three feet from gold, Darby profited by the experience in his chosen work by the simple method of saying to himself, I stopped three feet from gold, but I will never stop because men say no when I ask them to buy insurance. Darby is one of a small group of fewer than 50 men who sell more than a million dollars in life insurance annually. He owes his stickability to the lesson he learned from his quit ability in the gold mining business. So I want to share that with you because I think that that is the perfect example of what happens when we quit too early. And I don't know about you, but I love a great success story. And I have yet to hear one where the person didn't want to quit at some point or wasn't faced with a challenge that could make them want to quit. Now, I think when we're faced with that, that desire to quit, when things get hard and the easiest thing in the world would be to just walk away. And I've been there. Oh my gosh. When I started my business, I at least, at least once a week would say to my husband, that's it. I quit. I'm going to go get a job at a bank. I don't know why I would always pick a bank. I think because they had regular hours and benefits and I don't know. It just seemed like a reliable, consistent job. So at least once a week, I would say that. The thing that would keep me going is that I remembered what it was like to work for someone else. Why I got into business for myself in the first place was that I really, really didn't like working for someone else. And I think when you're faced with that, especially for those of you who are entrepreneurs and you're faced with that challenge and you just want to quit more than anything because that would be the easy thing to do. Remember what it was that got you started. Because if you'd really loved that job you'd had before you became an entrepreneur, you probably would have stayed in it. If you really loved working for someone else, you probably would still be doing it because let's face it, working for someone else is a lot easier than self-employment. So you'd probably still be there. If it was so great, you'd probably still be there. So before you ever walk away from your business, I want you to take a good hard look at yourself. And I want you to really remember what it was like when you were working for someone else. If you did totally love it, then by all means, maybe that's a good thing for you. Entrepreneurship isn't for everyone. It's, it's hard. It will test you. It will push you. It will challenge you to the very limits. It will reveal in you things that you didn't know you had strengths. You didn't know were there. It will reveal your weaknesses and your insecurities as well. And I think I think that if you could be totally happy working a job for somebody else, making a consistent living, and if that would feed your soul and fill you up, then by all means, I'd say do that instead. When I was in theater school many years ago, it seems like another lifetime, but when I was in theater school, our one of our acting teachers said to us, if there's anything that would make you as happy as acting would, go do that because you'll probably be happier. And that's what I think it is with entrepreneurship. If there is something you could do that would feed your soul and make you feel good and 
that you would love doing just as much as running your business, but working for someone else, then by all means, go do that. But I have a feeling that I have a feeling that you got into business because that wasn't actually the case. And that you have a drive and inner passion to do something, to stand on your own two feet, to create your own way in the world, to reach for the absolute biggest possibilities to fulfill your personal potential. I just have a feeling that something inside of you was reaching for that when you decide to get into business. And I know the day-to-day stuff can get really tiring and can beat you down. And maybe some months are better than others. And maybe some months just suck and they're hard. But at the end of the day, ask yourself, is this worth it? Is this worth doing? At the end of the day, would you rather create something that you love that you can say, I did this? Or would you rather create something for somebody else and make somebody else really rich? At the end of the day, it's a choice. There's always choice. And you can choose to create your life however you want it, whether it's working for someone else or whether it is being self-employed and being an entrepreneur. You know, one of the things I hear a lot is people say, well, there's no stability in business. There's no stability in owning a business. There's no guarantees. There's no security in it. Here's the thing, you can spend your life working for somebody else. And tomorrow they could decide to fire you or lay you off. You might have an illusion of security while you're an employee working for someone else. But I think that the real security comes from being self-employed, self-sufficient, from making your own way. Because the thing is, is once you know how to run a business, once you know how to make money, running a business, when you can sell, when you can market yourself, when you know, when you have those skills that you need as an entrepreneur, when you have that, I think that is true freedom. Because when you know how to market and you know how to sell, then you can do anything anywhere. No one could ever put a cap on your salary or limit your earning potential. Then if, you know, if one business doesn't work out, those skills transfer into something else, you'd start something else. Once you know how to make money, how to generate that, you could literally start any business or pick up any sales job working for someone else and make money. So I think the real stability and security comes from being self-sufficient, being able to make your own way in the world, being able to carve out a piece of the pie for yourself and owning that. I think that's real security because no one can take that away from you. Once you know how to do those things, no one can take that from you. And who's going to fire you? If you work for yourself, you're self-employed, you're a business owner, who's going to fire you? How are you going to lose your job? Maybe a business doesn't work out. You can start a new one. The biggest thing though is when you want to quit, that's usually when you're so close to success because it'll, the universe will push you. It'll challenge you. You will be faced with so many obstacles. Let those obstacles be a sign that you're, you're going somewhere, that you're on the right path, that you're doing something. Because if you weren't going somewhere, you would never have an obstacle. You would never have a challenge because you wouldn't be moving. So sometimes you might want to quit. 
sometimes I still want to quit. Those days are less and less and fewer and further between. And then I tell my friends or I tell my husband, someone I trust, I talk to somebody and they usually remind me of why I stopped working for other people in the first place. And I know this entrepreneurship thing, it is hard work. It is really hard. It'll push you to your limits. And at the end of the day, though, when you can say, I did this, I built this, I created this thing, I think it's totally worth it. And every single person who has succeeded before you has at some point wanted to quit. And the difference is is that they didn't. So stay focused on what you want. Remember why you're doing this in the first place and just keep going. And know that everybody has a bad day once in a while. It's okay to have a bad day. What's not okay is to sit in it, to wallow in it, and to hang on to those feelings. So you're having a bad day? Let it go. Tomorrow will be better. You get back to work, you try again, and you keep moving forward. So thanks for joining me today. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave me your five-star review. The more five-star reviews I get, then of course, the more visible I am on iTunes. And I'd love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode, or if you didn't enjoy this episode, leave me a message. You can tweet me, find me on Facebook. I'm everywhere. Terry Holland, Terry H Coaching, Terry Holland Coaching. You can find me on any of those platforms. Send me a message. All right. Thanks for listening today. And I hope you have a fantastic day.